Good morning, Wolves. Welcome back to another episode of Tops of the Morning. I'm your host, Richard Tipton, one of the principals here at Tennessee Online Public School. Today, we're going to tackle a topic that's integral in our digital learning landscape, our educational technology, or EdTech. We truly believe that the right technology can enhance our curriculum, make our learning more personalized and skill-specific for each and every one of our students. With me today is Jeremy Humphrey, my fellow principal at Tops, who will be sharing about the technology we use in the 612 grades. Welcome, Jeremy. Hello, hello. Well, great. Let's get started with the basics. So, Jeremy, can you tell us about the learning management system we use, Canvas? Yeah, sure. So, Canvas is our learning management system, as Richard just said. And basically, Canvas is where everything is housed for us. It's where all of our assignments are located, all of our... Um, instruction, our videos, everything that we do is centered in Canvas. And so that's where students will submit assignments. That's where they will see what's expected for the week. That's where they'll see um, you know, the recorded videos. All of that, all those different types of information will be housed within Canvas. So it's kind of a one-stop shop. Now they'll be going outside of that a little bit, um, but we try to link everything within Canvas to make sure, make sure everything's nice and neat. Fantastic. And I know it's our hub for our K-5 students as well. Basically, we use a lot of different technologies, but we always try to integrate in through Canvas to where it's that one central place for a classroom. So Correct. if you as a parent or a student, you can go quickly find what needs to be done, mm -hmm. the pacing that it needs to be completed at, and try to have single sign-on for as much as possible to where students aren't having to remember a lot of passwords and type in, but yeah. once they get logged in, they're ready to roll. For our elementary students, we primarily use Microsoft products, and with those, Microsoft Word, Excel, PowerPoint, students can use those throughout the day. They can That can link inside of Canvas also. They can submit assignments via those. They have access to an email account with Outlook for each and every student, so they can either email their teachers. We really prefer the Canvas inbox messaging to send to teachers if you have questions and making that the hub. I think it just keeps everything easier and centered in the Canvas. But Microsoft is available for students to send emails to each other or to teachers or to me as an administrator. They can they can message me directly. For our older students in 612, Jeremy, what's your sort of primary for documents? Uh, for documents, we use Google. We, we mainly use the Google Docs, Google Slides, Google Sheets, um, all those different types of Google applications. Now, with that being said, we also have access to Microsoft. We have Microsoft 365 as well. But we really try to point students and families to Google Docs just because it's something all of our teachers use. We use Google Chat feature as well. Um, so it just makes life a little bit easier if we try to be consistent. But again, with that being said, Microsoft is still an option. Yeah, absolutely. The students, even though they're working in Microsoft or in Google, they're still going to submit their work via Canvas, right? Correct. Yeah, no matter what, no matter how they do it, everything's going to be submitted in Canvas. Um, try to keep that as simple and straight as possible. I think that helps keep in a centralized place and, and for for all students to be able to utilize. So the Google products, I mean, sounds like with being able to do the meets, the chats, they're really enhancing the learning experience with students. Yeah, yeah. I mean, Google is so nice because it, it, it works with so many different things. You can, you know, work with other students on particular things. You can work with a teacher. You can share those documents. You can share them with a link. Everything's web-based. You know, that's really what we tell our students and families. As long as you have access to a browser, you should be able to complete everything you need to at tops, you know, so... With Google, um, it's 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 accessible through um, a browser. So whether it's Chrome, Safari, whatever browser you want to use, 
Um, and then Canvas is the same way. So all of those things kind of function, should be able to work no matter where you're working. So, but the Google tools specifically, um, you know, with the docs, you're doing a word processor, whether it's a slides or you're working on a presentation, um, you can do voiceovers on those presentations. It's pretty much the same thing as far as our Microsoft tools are concerned. But I think it is a little bit easier to share, a little bit easier to download if you want to save it as a PDF or whatnot. And I really like the projects, being able to do that via Microsoft Docs, Google, PowerPoint, however, and the recording uploading. I can remember back when I was in classes as a student and you had everybody giving the presentation. And so as a classroom student, you sit in the classroom and you heard everyone's presentation. And there's times you, you, you reap rewards out of that and you gain things. But so much of that class time we spent watching someone else present very similar, or yeah. almost an overlap of topic. And I think being able to submit that individually, the teacher sees whether you know yeah. it or not. Yep. But every student doesn't have to watch every one of those now. Yeah, 100 percent. Yeah, it makes functionality and just processing all those different things a lot easier. Um, technology is huge. Um, it's very important to what we do specifically, but also in in-person schools as well. So there's a lot of different ways we can use it. For our K-5 students, we primarily use Microsoft products. These are versatile, user-friendly, facilitate effective learning. Teachers will seamlessly integrate these into Canvas, which often means students sometimes don't even realize they're using a different program. This this smooth integration helps keep the learning experience streamlined and focused, and we really want the work to be on the work and not Mm -hmm. on the tech tool or that being a hindrance. The beauty of this approach, teachers can customize their digital toolkits based on their class's needs. They have tailored learning experiences for each of their classrooms based on their grade level and exploring. We're always exploring any new ed tech tool that's available, trying to enhance our offerings, looking to make our online environment more engaging, effective, fun for our students. Yeah, and I, I'll stop you right there. I think it's very important for, you know, not to be using just any type of technology, just to use it. You know, I know this is said multiple times. You read it in books all the time. You know, we we want to make sure the main thing is the main thing, right? And that's the student learning. So maybe the tool looks nice and fancy, but if the student's not learning thing, you know, it's not it's not worth our while. So we really want, really want to prioritize our student learning and make sure that um, whatever we're doing is going to make it easier for them or help them to learn more. My big litmus test for myself when I was teaching was does the tool make the teacher's job more effective and easier? Yeah. Does it increase student learning? Yep. And if it was both of those, that was a really great tool to use. I increased student learning yep. and I made my life easier as a teacher. Correct. Now, if I just increased student learning, I could handle for that one too. Correct. So I, I, that was one that sometimes you do a tech tool and you ended up, you're like, man, this is a lot more work on me. Yep. As long as student learning was increased or I had documentation of that yep. or some something that improved my classroom, that made me made me fine using that tech tool. So that's still the litmus test I really challenge our teachers with. Correct. Yeah, it's got to be effective. Now, as far as the number of tools and with that of us selecting, just on the K-5 band, we use about 19 different software programs, and that sounds like a lot. Yeah. But don't worry, not all students, not all of these are really student-facing. Some of them are things teachers are using in the background mm-hmm. to help monitor. And then others are things that are only used in certain grade bands, so we have some things that are really beneficial for primary reading, but then they transition out of that. So in that K-5 landscape of 19, seems a lot, but a lot are used for teachers' aid and planning and just assessing and helping track that student progress. Yeah, same thing for the middle and high school. Um, there's a lot of things that once again, as long as we can embed it in Canvas, and we have the single sign-on, so it makes it pretty easy as long as, you know, we, we both use ClassLink, so 
once you log into ClassLink, that single sign-on server, um, you're able to access all these other tools. But again, we try to embed them within Canvas. Yep, that's great. And I think that's just so beneficial for our students to have that place. Having Canvas is that central hub to be able to submit all the work and tie all of this together. But let's talk a little bit about something that's bound to come up with all the technology we're using. What happens when students face technology issues? What's the first steps for a 612 student they should take? Oh, man. Well, for 612, um, I've got a series of videos, troubleshooting things that they can look on YouTube. Um, that, that's kind of our, my first defense. But more importantly, just for them to reach out to me, I kind of handle all the technology things. Um, it could be as simple as just clearing your cookies and cash. You know, so we try to get a lot of these videos for, for those common problems that we have. But then sometimes it's not common problems. You know, a lot of times um, students have an issue with linking their their top's Google Mail to Canvas, and that's always an issue. But also, um, sometimes you just got to set up a Zoom, get with them, and try to figure out because it's easier for us to help once the, they share their screen. So I am the first line of defense as far as technology is concerned. The teacher is able to help sometimes as well. But, you know, they'll ask the teacher. If the teacher can't figure it out, they'll ask me. But once again, I'm more the technology guru. Yeah. <laughs> well, and that's for the K-5. That's We're similar. I, I actually do have the teachers as the first line of defense. Mm -hmm. And they they build out some tools and really try to build capacity in the students to Correct. debug. Yeah. And for technology, the first and easiest thing to always try is as simple as it sounds and as crazy as you make it, it, it feels sometimes when you're doing it and your machine's acting weird. A reboot. Restart. That's right. 100%. <laughs> I mean, that, that's almost always going to be my first suggestion is, have you rebooted in a while? Yep. Because it cleans up so many things you would never imagine. Sure does. That it would take care of. And so that's all my team. That's the first thing is like, let's do a reboot. And then let's start trying to go from there. Yeah. Well, and your browsers need to be updated. All these different things being browser based. I mean, there's so many different things that could happen, right? Yep. Wi-Fi issues. I mean, um, but yeah. First two things I always do, restart the computer. Clear your cookies and cash. <laughs> <laughs> and about 90% of problems are solved. 100%. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so if they have something that's beyond your scope, beyond the teacher's capabilities, what's the what's the case there? What would happen? Yeah, sure. So I would talk to my technology people in Bristol. Um, we would try to look at that, um, whether it's Mike or Blair. Um, and they'll, they'll kind of look at it from there. And that's happened a few times. But more than likely, I'd say 99% of the time, I'm able to help figure it out. Yeah. With ours, with elementary, where we do WinBooks and we send the devices out, we have had it just issues. And we yeah. have, I mean, the software on to help monitor just because younger students, we feel like we need to be a real close partner with the parent with that. And so we do have some monitoring set up for, for the K-5. If they have issues beyond what the teacher can help with or if I'm available, we do have a help desk. Mm -hmm. Our students can email help desk and get responses from them directly or there's phone numbers they can call that our teachers can provide. That's the easy way to escalate up a little bit higher if you're having issues. And our tech team does really good. They'll remote in. They'll take care of problems. If for some reason they can't fix it remotely and you're across the state, we'll mail you a new one and just get the, that one back. I sure. mean, sometimes that's the easiest path is like let, let us get that device in our hand and fix it, but yeah. we'll go ahead and send you a new one that's working and functional, mm -hmm. and then we can take a look where we're at from there. So. For K-5, that's really beneficial. There's nothing more frustrating than wanting to learn and yeah. not being able to due to technology. Yeah, we try to simplify it as much as possible. And I know you guys do too because we, we don't want that to be a hindrance uh, to students and their learning. So Absolutely. All right. So basically, we've got it set up. A lot of technologies involved with TOPS. Yeah. But if we 
if you have issues, we're always willing to help and want to be that first line of defense, us and the teacher team, and serve that. We do have technology support behind us if we need that. We really want the technology to be the smallest thing you think about when Correct. online learning with TOPS. Yep. To me, that's the biggest thing is, yes, we're a virtual school, but we don't want that to be the focus. We want the focus to be on the learning. Yeah, 100%. It's got to be about the students. got to be about their learning. Got about got to be about them mastering the content and, you know, showing progress and growth. And, you know, that's going to be, they're going to grow using technology. They're going to be advocating for themselves, right? There's a lot of things involved there um, in an online school that's not as present in an in-person school. So it's going to take a little extra effort early on, but once you get going, it should be rolling. Well, and also to me, our exposure for our students, we've got them exposed to Canvas, which a lot of universities use as an mm-hmm. LMS, so they're getting yeah. exposure with that. They're getting exposed to Microsoft products, Google products, mm-hmm. making them a- available to them to where they, they become fluent users of every all the products before they finish with us. Yeah, all these, I mean, like you said, Canvas and Microsoft and Google, they're all used high school and higher education, even professional, you know, in, in the workforce. So um, a lot of common tools there that's, that they need to know how to use. Well, today's going to be a quick episode. Tech, We do have tech tools, but it's one of those things that we do try to make a minimal part of TOPS, and so we don't want it to be an interference. We'll sign off here together. See ya.